Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Botox Cosmetic. Out of botulinum toxin A. FDA approved for over 20 years. So... Talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. I drew one, drove one hour to sit and listen to this. One hour. How long did you drive to go to Tottenham Stadium on Monday? I take the train. How long was that? Almost 10 minutes, right? How's the journey back home? Interesting. (laughs) (laughs) Did you leave early? No, of course not. You waited till we finished you full one. I don't. I never leave games early. Oh, to be, I, to be yeah. fair, good for you because yeah, I know so much that we have seen the highline. Once you guys were like, mm. like, <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> I ain't even gonna lie. Yeah. If I was in your shoes and I kept seeing that highline and Nicholas Jackson was about to score a hat trick, I'm gone. Finished. Okay, you. that's hat you in. That's Anyways, <laughs> honestly, I would have gone to my shower and sat in fully clothed, just the water hit my face. <laughs> If Nicholas Jackson scored a hat trick, oh, no, no, okay. So Nicholas Jackson scored a hat trick against nine men with a midfielder playing at centre half, a fullback who came on as a centre half and had to then play fullback on the opposite side. Cool. Whose fault was it that you were down to nine men? Yeah, we had two red cars. In fact, it should have been four because both those players have been sent off twice. Okay, good, okay. <laughs> thanks, Timo. Yeah, because obviously we can you can send someone off twice. Great, cool. Yeah, they should have. Cool, they thanks for counting. Right, we started this right. <laughs> Hey guys, welcome back to the Gold <laughs> Diggers <laughs> podcast. So much has happened this week. Um, there were some wild predictions last week. Um, yeah, Timo, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and a couple of people owe Nicholas Jackson an apology. Just putting that out there. Oh, for scoring three tap-ins, good for him. 
you know what, Lauren? <laughs> yeah, it's good for him. She's so good, good for him. Don't act like you don't know. To be fair, I would no, no, because I would have jumped on it, but he he dumped on her head, and I thought I was like, we're leaving you with something, and then Jack just scored. I was like, fuck. Another another tapping. Congratulations. Can I do the introduction? Is that okay? Yeah, yeah, carry on. Is that all right? Oh, what? What? So the dancing and and the singing, what? That wasn't part of the introduction. Should we go again? You want us to start again? Tottenham get battered. Everywhere they go. Tottenham get battered. Everywhere they go. Everywhere they go. So yeah, um, Chelsea played Tottenham on Monday, <laughs> and they beat Tottenham four-one in their own gaff. Um, we had we did have some Champions League games midweek. Manchester City I'm safely beaten through. Huh? I'm beaten at home. Still beaten. Fantastic. Safely through to the round of 16, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. Um, Manchester United got beaten by Copenhagen, which was a very controversial, very telling match. Um, Arsenal, I think they won their game, didn't they? They did. Yes. yes. They did win their game. And, of course, Liverpool in the Europa League. Hey, Newcastle. Newcastle lost. Yeah. yeah oh, sorry. Yeah. But okay. That you, was Newcastle expected. They lost. were away, to be fair. They were away. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Did, go, did West Ham win? Yes. Yeah, they did. Yes. Yes, they did. And uh, their new signing uh, had a world class game, to be fair. But, mm. yeah. And yeah. Bright- Brighton won away at Ajax. As yeah, well. that was nice. Yeah. And Tottenham lost again against Wolverhampton um, on Saturday morning, which was quite a spectacle to watch. And of course, Chelsea just played Manchester City and beat. I was going to say beat Manchester City because <laughs> it felt like a win to me. But they drew Manchester City 4 4. Last but not least, Liverpool played Brentford, which was kind of a business as usual 3 0 win to Liverpool. Now, I'll be your host at Anita by me underscore on Instagram. And we've got. Hi guys, Brie at Brie Blue on Instagram. Ella at LFC Elves. Joyce Swifty Stones on X. Um, team at Teams underscore GH on X. Lauren at Lauren Coys on X. I don't know where to start. <laughs> like, I don't know, because Lauren's mood right now is just giving, it's giving disappointment, it's giving sadness. I don't know if we should cheer her up and talk about the Man City match first, then bring her back down with the Tottenham and Wolves. What do you guys suggest? Man City. Let's go Man City. Game, yeah. yeah. Whilst it's still fresh. Yeah. Whilst it's still fresh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> 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 Chelsea just came. Chelsea just beat. Um, I keep missing. You, you didn't win. We drew. We left here with something. True. For me, it feels like a win. Yeah, I but this, it was one. It was four four. I'm so four, four. sorry. Should we talk about one point? Eight. You, you want to talk about one first? <laughs> that, I don't yeah. care. Yeah, you want to talk about one first? I don't care. Can you can, you can flip it round, but get the result. You remember that we lost, so remember that you drew. Chelsea drew to Manchester City. Chelsea drew to Manchester City 4-4. I think that was probably the best match of the season so far. There was a lot of hype built up from it, but I I would kind of speak for most Chelsea fans and say we weren't really expecting a result, especially considering how Chelsea have played in recent times before the Tottenham match. It was kind of something I didn't see coming anyway. But Timo, your face is looking like maybe you saw it coming. No, no, I wasn't really expecting much, but... The one thing I, I woke up thinking today was Chelsea don't play well against teams that play a high line and City are not that team. So I thought the dr- a draw would have probably been the best result that we could have got from the game. Um, but then I thought we would have to be perfect and I don't even think Chelsea were perfect to get that result. But the performance was 
it was good for so many different reasons. There's so many different reasons being it's better than most of the uh, performances you have this season in no. general, to be quite honest. I think so. But to be quite honest, you brought us the game. I was I was expecting something. Yeah. I, d- I think playing at the bridge has always been difficult for us, even if we are waltzing it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I still don't know. Even though the graphic that was like last six games versus Chelsea were all wins. No goals conceded as well. No goals conceded. They added, but they've all been one nil. They've been they've been ones where you all of a sudden. The thing is, Joyce, like let's let's keep it a buck here. When it was the one nil, it's because we sat the fuck back. You battered us. That's exactly. So we were waiting for way to penetrate that defence or at least the coach. Anyways, so you know, I was expecting, I was expecting a bit of more difficulty, but literally, you started the game. Ground hit the round, go, hit the ground runner. Sorry, pardon me. <laughs> <laughs> I was just there, like, yeah. I was like, damn, we ain't getting this ball. Bree, what did you make of the match? Um, I think we started off very well. Um, I think we we're playing well until the silly penalty got awarded. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way we you guys disagree with this. We're gonna talk about it. <laughs> I think hmm. we played very well, huh? and then obviously Harland scored his first goal penalty, hmm. um, and I just thought, Chelsea, please. Don't lose the momentum. We started off well. Let's get something out of this. And then obviously, Harlan's goal came next again. Um, yeah, so I'm actually incredibly pl- proud as to how we played for the entire 90, 100 minutes. Um, because if this was the old Chelsea last season, we would have lost straight on. Um, I think I saw some positives, especially going up forward. But I think there's still some cracks there which is where we lack that quality in the final third obviously <laughs> we're not going to score um good goals with jackson up front but that's another conversation it's nice to see bro her back hmm. um i think within our midfield enzo had another like poor game again so i think he was better off push to take him off um i think gallagher was quite good actually um sterling amazing played well from start to finish defensively yeah, I mean, we conceded four goals, so that tells you what we <laughs> need to know. <laughs> that tells a story. Timo was here last week talking about Thiago Silva, but it's the lever. I was like, woof. I thought he played well. Oh, I forgot to say, oh, guys, it was so difficult to watch Ruben versus Jackson, like, every time. Oh, at times, but nah. Diaz played like an absolute bum. Nah, he was missing his friend Pebbles. And Pebbles, Pebbles is made of glass at the moment as well, so... My wait, poor boy stones. Yeah, pebbles, I was like, <laughs> I was like, wait, so pebbles. Yes, yeah. crying. Oh. All right, let's talk about the first penalty. The first penalty incident with Erling Haaland mm. and Mark Kukurea, right? Just as Joyce pointed out in a group chat, Anthony Taylor was the motive to the championship. Mm. He spent a week in a championship where he still got another penalty decision wrong, and then after that, he got a gig. Playing for a prem- Premier League game, but as far assistant. Right. He was in Champions League as well. Champions yeah. League yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Because what kind of demotion is that if you're a- still a- working Anthony behind Taylor, in the cupboards? Anthony Taylor is considered to be one of the best referees in this country because him and Michael Oliver are the ones that that the Premier League sends to go and do the European games for you. Give, give me the book right now. Let me start. <laughs> <laughs> but he got demoted. He he made a blunder with the penalty decision with Wolves and Newcastle, a blunder with penalty decision in a championship with Preston North End. He made a blunder today with Chelsea and Manchester City. Now, does anyone actually think that Mark Cucurella's, um challenge on Ellen Carlo was a penalty? Anyone? I think it was very 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 light 
but I think at the end of the day, Haaland would have gotten to the end of that. And I think no, he no, would no, realistically, no. it was Silver's. It was Silver's job to end up defending that, and Kukurella wouldn't was ending up being handsy. At the end of the day, we can talk about did the you little. Watch it? Did you watch we, it? Yeah, I seen it. You can talk about On the. TV tu- or you in can the game. talk about the tussle to begin with when that ball goes in and they're fighting with each other. But Haaland lets go as soon as he's getting ready to run. I want to understand whether you watched it in the stadium. Or... No. Why would I? No. Wait, let's get a neutral perspective. <laughs> Ella. I think it wasn't a penalty because if you watch the clip back, Haaland pulled Cucurella first to get to the position mm. and then Cucurella pulled him. But I don't think Haaland would have got there. I think Thiago Silva clears it. So I don't think it was a penalty. Joyce? <laughs> don't know if I still stand on my position. I don't know what I'm saying, Joey. I'm still going to say something. Okay, I don't get it. So why do you think I still, so, I what, still what see it as that. Like, at the end of the day, like she said, Silver would have cleared it regardless. So it's then just a really clumsy challenge in the box. But then it's like, if... Okay. If that's happening anywhere else on the pitch, right, and he's pulling Cucurella first, right, and then Cucurella's yeah. just holding on to him to get him back, right? Yeah. Is that not a foul on Cucurella instead? See each way. I see it as one of these things where players pull each other. Yeah, he's pulling. VAR didn't go far back enough because I think VAR has to apply context. There was a grab of both shirts, and then that ends up in a result of of Kukureo pulling Haaland back. So you can't give a pen. You can't give a penalty for that. I mean, that's a clear and obvious error because if you go far back enough to see that there's been tussling on both sides, you just wave it on. Like it's you you just wave it on. If if you're gonna give penalties for those, we should have penalties every single game. Every like it's it, it's just the reality that happens every single corner. That action happens. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, I'm not being funny. If we go back to Man United's archives, Harry Maguire, he owes <laughs> us a lot of penalties. Yeah, like he'd be just... doing that on a regular basis. Yeah. But Joyce, are, are you convinced? Hey, you know what? Agenda's up to agenda. Agenda's <laughs> up to agenda. You also said that Thiago Silva wouldn't have got to the ball, right? You said that. No, Thiago Silva would have got to that. I think it was <laughs> okay. it was his ball to basically clear out. So I like Cucurella doing the extra little bit of hands. I understand, obviously, that's your job as a defender, but I think mm, it was clumsy it in the box. Mm. And when you talk about it, when you're looking at it in field, Haaland is the last player. So interesting. So Tima, I want to come to you. Let's talk a little bit about Nicholas Jackson. Before we go to Nicholas Jackson, can I just talk about Anthony Taylor? (laughs) Still, go ahead. And the reason why he has no hair (coughs) follicles, because he is an abomination of a referee. And when I was here last last season... You can't find us, so... Last (laughs) season, when I was calling for him to get his P45, you were sitting next to me in the old studio, and everyone was laughing it up. I I don't know how he's allowed to referee such a big game considering some of the some of the decisions that he's made against Chelsea over the years we need to do with Liverpool because Liverpool got that other guy was it Paul Paul Tierney I don't know Paul Same Tierney thing. off their games like anti Taylor cannot be allowed to referee Chelsea games they should come out and be as disgraceful as Arsenal with a statement and just say like we can't have him come on man. even we can't around be the in club this situation, <laughs> <Not> <laughs> every, every game they're club statement club statement we can't live like this no, but I we actually cannot live you, like you, this because you have done it you, because you haven't like, uh, here we go here we go has, what has anti Taylor ever <coughs> how many decisions against your club has anti Taylor ever t- taken 
Oh, so now it's specifically Anthony Taylor or are we talking about I'm referees talking about in general? I li- literally was ranting about Anthony Taylor. Yeah, but the th- if... I don't care about the rest of them. Anthony Taylor has been... But the thing is, they're all crap. No, Yes, Anthony, yes no. people can talk about specific referees that they don't like, but the reality is they're all rubbish. They and all make mistakes. We go from game to game to game. But Anthony Taylor's and literally make, the worst. And I don't disagree because... I don't disagree with Lauren's point because if they're not on the pitch... They're in that stupid yeah, box like, off field they all making make mistakes. those calls. So if every club wrote about um, a club statement for the one referee they particularly don't like because they keep giving... We would have no refs, so genuinely. We, 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 Ronnie kind of called a question to the FA to seriously take a look at the way that they're putting the refs in these games and take a look not. at the way they're being trained. We just said the guy got demoted and he came back straight away. They, they don't care. In which if, they, if they don't care. Yeah. If teams continue to stand out and speak out against these referees and the decision making, doesn't that kind of what's the repercussion for... of Arsenal's statement? The we, thing we is, we don't know yet. The problem with what you're saying is they've already set a precedent with Liverpool. Liverpool literally got Paul Tierney taken off their games for how? M- it actually wasn't Paul Tierney. Was that other one? I can't oh, remember his name. The one that was in VAR. Yeah. But, but for how many games was he not refereeing for months? <laughs> I don't think the whole season. I don't think. Okay, he'll season. be back next season. Yeah. Yeah, all they're going, all they're going to do is keep apologising, and then maybe Howard Webb would disappear uh, in a while because <laughs> they keep making mistakes. Then we'll get a new one, and we're still going to be left in the same position. So how Genuinely, do we, how do we combat this problem with the refereeing? Do we just sit down and just? We're let not. It we're not. Sco- we're not going to combat it. Nah, get a like, separate VAR body. Yeah. So the VAR don't feel like they're overturning their friends or protecting their friends. Mm. That's the problem. Make VAR a completely different entity. I think a lot solution. of refs could get away with a lot of stuff when we didn't have VAR. Because then you could go, okay, well, human error. This is actually going down to just a solid opinion of one person alone or maybe just the linesman as well. Mm. When you have technology that is giving you the grace and giving you all the footage you need and they're still not taking that into consideration, no football context whatsoever, just reading by whatever Bible they have. And then on top of that Bible, <laughs> they still then <laughs> interpret it however they want. It's a bit harder to go, well, how do you come up with that decision? We gave you the clips, you've looked back at it, and you're still making the wrong decision. Mm. And to be fair, on if they even thought that it wasn't a clear and obvious error of Anthony Taylor, they could have sent him to the flipping auditor to go and take a look at it. That's everything. the thing, exactly. So they just mm. went, yeah. They only sent them to the monitor, though, when you're they want them it, to went, change yeah, their I'm minds. It, would, so. would you say I said they only send them to the monitor when they want them to change their minds. Yeah. But that, wasn't just, that wasn't just the only poor um, decision he made. Um, Carl Walker should have been off. He literally handled the ball outside the area. But, yeah, but he's not the, he's not a goalkeeper, so exactly. VAR can't give that. Mm, yeah, that's mm. a yellow I, card. most mm. yellow card. Like, but I'm talking, I'm talking about specifically Anthony Taylor. Anthony Taylor <laughs> is an awful <laughs> 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 Anthony Taylor. The problem is Anthony Taylor has refed too many Chelsea games where decisions that shouldn't have gone against Chelsea have gone against Chelsea. I'll take it back to the FA Cup in 2019. Um, was it when the ref, the uh, goalkeeper, handled the ball outside of the penalty area? But he still didn't give it to us. And Sanchez, and the Sanchez, is it Sanchez? Who scored? Who scored their winner? Arsenal. I can't remember. It wasn't Sanchez. Oh no, no, I'm talking about twenty twenty. Oh, twenty twenty. Yeah, it wasn't Sanchez. Who scored their winner? I can't remember who scored their winner, but I know that that was a mayor of the FA Cup final, and I never want to think about it again. Mm. But we have that decision. Then we have. Was he not refereeing when Chelsea and Tottenham got See, together? But and my my point Marco is, Marco Carella's hair got pulled. When yeah, but when, when my point is, when I started and said that Anthony Taylor and Michael Oliver are seen as our two best referees, they will always get given the top mm-hmm. games. Mm. So the, the, if we have big six, big six derbies. 
more than likely they're going to get those games. If we have FA Cup semi-finals, League Cup semi-finals, finals, they're going to get given those games. I find it. This is the this is the reality. I find it mad because Anthony Taylor was literally refereeing Preston North End versus Coventry last week, and now he's refereeing Chelsea Man City. In which corporate world does someone get demoted and then promoted again in the same work in the same week? Seven days. This is the biggest game of the weekend. And he wasn't fully. That is insane. And that's why he got given it, because it is the biggest game mm. of the weekend. So then, where was Mark Oliver? What, what game was he's, he's no better. He's no better. They're all the same. For real. <laughs> but this but is the thing, Chelsea, they're all rubbish. Mark Oliver is, better, is a better referee. He's for a Chelsea game, I'm not talking about refereeing overall. I'm talking specifically about Chelsea games. Anthony Taylor is an absolute abomination. P45 tomorrow morning, no excuses. Anyways, Jackson. <laughs> 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 Jackson has been hot and cold for every single Chelsea fan this season. I think he started off in pre-season pretty well. <laughs> uh, right, you guys are laughing. <laughs> what, has he just been cold for you guys? No, no, no. I think for me, pre-season, yeah, he got me excited. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I was thinking... <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was, I was thinking... Like, talking about like microwave warm where it's like it's hot at the top, but once you cut into it, it's kind of cold. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm not going to lie. I really see that. I was like, oh, I might need to invest all my stocks in Jackson. Oh, no, he changed. Did he changed you compare back. him to Drogba? I did. Oh, my season. God. Yeah. Oh, I compared him to Drogba yeah. last season. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Drogba's so. first season yeah. at Chelsea. Yeah. What, is that, that bad? Did you, did you guys remember Drogba's first season at Chelsea? Yeah. I didn't know he was first season. It was this bad. Drogba didn't get a hat-trick in his first season at Chelsea. Drogba made the right runs, though. Yeah, but he's he just he doesn't have the stri- he doesn't mm-hmm. have the striker intelligence. That's mm-hmm. yeah. Do you know what? Do you know what? Do you know what? Do you know what? Fine. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. I'll put my hands up. He may not be Drogba esque, but I still see the traits in him that could get him to become a world class striker. I'm not saying he's gonna get there, <laughs> but he's got some traits that could get him there. Just like, he, he's, he's, he's missing some as well. He, he is missing a few. <laughs> a few. <laughs> oh, you need to give him ten chances to score one, and even the one he scores will be shit. Like he seems like a nice guy. <laughs> he seems like he's you a know nice what, guy. Like, um, during after the Tottenham game, I bet one of my followers on. X that Nicholas Jackson will not score because he's convinced Nicholas Jackson's <laughs> gonna score 17 league goals. League goals. I bet him a Nicholas Jackson shirt that I'll have to wear for two years and a season of not criticizing him that he's not gonna bag you 17 league goals. You need to stop betting about shirts. <laughs> you need man. to stop betting. <laughs> <You're> Arsenal <laughs> first. I remember the first one. <laughs> Isn't he already on six? Nicholas Jackson he's has six Akon, goals. And Chelsea are gonna buy a striker in, in, in January. He's not gonna do it. 17 league goals. That means he's gonna basically gonna win the Wait, goal. Just, just if he stands goal. in the just two yards goal. of that box <laughs> for another, oh what is it? Yeah. 10 more times. times. <laughs> 50 times. Hey. Just league goals, not overall. League in the yeah, Premier okay, League. Okay, league is mad, isn't yeah. it? Like, there's the, the best strikers who still haven't got 17 league goals in their careers. Like mm-hmm. that, that is madness. But I think these last two games have shown that he can score goals. Right? <laughs> I mean, I don't know if you can use the last two <laughs> as a good merit. <laughs> uh, one against nine men. You dare in the goal and someone pass you the ball like that, you would score. Give him Come on, man. Praise. And there can't be an object in front of him. <laughs> Thank <Okay>. you. <laughs> it is the most shameless hat-trick I've ever no. seen. <laughs> Did you celebrate? You okay, did. then. <laughs> you no, I think then. Yeah, yeah, there's no way. There. Not the third <laughs> goal. Not the third goal. I was like, nah, nah, wait, man. Just relax, relax, relax. Pass it to Madrid, man. That's a bit much, man. Are we serious right now? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm happy Bree, for him. Did you celebrate? 
I wasn't watching the game. Nah, man, no. you guys are violating. <laughs> I celebrate his first two. I celebrate his first two. Okay, Jackson, he's got four goals in two games now. Good for him. <laughs> you know what? I'm happy for him. No, literally. You can see that he's built his confidence yeah. up. Yeah. I, I mean, the, the, the social awareness is still not there, but no, it's, it's, not, it's still... Do you know what it is? The goals yeah. are there. They're coming. <laughs> <laughs> he likes to scrap a lot, and he's a very scruffy striker as he well. Is. He's very clumsy. He is quite clumsy. And every time he was 1v1... He's not. He can't fight for his life. <laughs> That's the thing. You've got a striker that one does will not strike fear into the centre <laughs> no. half and will not strike fear into the goalkeeper going one v one. That's why it was so painful to watch mm. him. But he did strike fear into Van der Ven's hamstring. Oh, oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god. Timo, Timo, that's disgusting. <laughs> Someone. <laughs> that's, that's something that Faye would say. That's beneath you. That's beneath you. <laughs> That's beneath you, man. That's beneath you, man. That's nasty. We were arguing about this the other day about pace and power. He said Jason Jackson got none. That was me. That's nasty, man. That was very me. I'm just saying, I'm just saying. Just putting it out there. Get well soon. Oh, get well soon, man. I was celebrating. I ain't even gonna lie. Just pointing it out. We'll we'll, we'll come to it. If you're joking about it, you're celebrating it. <laughs> look at you! Look at you laughing! Look at you laughing! For the, for the people that are not watching, for the people that are not watching the visual, she's pushing the microphone away so she can laugh harder. What's wrong? Relax! Why are you laughing? That's back. You're laughing at his hamstring. You're laughing at his hamstring. You're laughing at his hamstring. Of course, I'm upset. You're laughing at the back's hamstring. You think, Do you think that's normal? Do you think that's normal? Eric Dyer is the reason why. Eric Dyer touched the was going to hit that crack at the end of the season. Anyway, we'll come to Tottenham. Anyway, I feel like Lauren is about 30 seconds away from dashing people. Lauren's going to walk out of it. She's going to cut the cameras for real. Is that why you needed a paddle to hit one of us? I just wanted something to separate us. <laughs> Back to Man City. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, we'll move on for Jackson. I don't think I'm gonna convince you guys no. that Jackson is no, I'm happy for him. You're I'm, happy for yeah. him. At least you're happy for him. Happy for him? Yeah, I'm I mean, you, you yeah. gotta be. He's, he's still your, your front runner until January comes around. So I don't even think January. I think once Nkunku comes back from the international break, we put in that false nine position and we I rotate like that. Ambroya's back. Ambroya's back. Mm. So, so he even got us the penalty in the Shout dying minutes. <laughs> but yeah. let's talk a little bit about Ruben Manchester Diaz, City. Man. And let's talk a little bit about the way you guys played. So Rodri came out at the end of the match and he said that <laughs> <laughs> he said that he didn't think that his the city players were themselves today, their normal I selves today. Yeah, I agree. I 100% Can you agree. tell me what City's normal selves look like, especially this season? Because I don't a partnership think with it. Stones and Diaz, and even that, you guys haven't seen it really this season because that man's always injured, which is so horrible. Because I want to shout, I want to give him the shout of best centre back when people are talking about Salibas and stuff like that. Like I want to <laughs> be talking about how great John Stones is, and then you know he does his hammy every other day, and it's just it's annoying, but. I, and when we had the press, I think Pep had the pre-press, like post, no, no, pre-game press conference about um, Gavardio playing in Stones' role. And he said, I don't think he's quite ready to sit like assimilate the kind of character that Stones has on the pitch. And the reality is it's true. I mean, 
Gravadio should have done better. It's things that happen, mm-hmm. and um, but I don't expect this kind of defense to play up. And then I can't lie, Kanji has been quite a weak link. For, I, I think he's been a weak link for us for he quite a bit. You? He did score, but and what? Your your goal isn't to score. Beats like, me you're, you're just to score. Your primary defend. job is to defend. defend. If you're a defender, congratulations, you got your goal. I'm happy because you got the goal. We needed the goal, but at the same time, the defense has been lacking. That's why we end up having four past us. So, my thing is, yeah, Rodri's come out and he said that City weren't themselves today. John Stones and um, who's the partner again? Diaz. John Stones and Diaz just said they haven't really played together this season. Kevin De Bruyne has been out. Yeah. Rodri's gone and come back. Yeah. Again, it's like... Just a lot of inconsistency. There's no proper stability at back at defence. But normally we're able to sort of kind of pick and mix the defence in a way which makes sense. But we had a Kanji playing Stones' role today and I just thought, what the hell is going on, man? Just just let him be an actual defender, not do the whole midfielding business. And Diaz was so rushed today. As and well. Yeah, he, he was really confused. He was, he was like day yeah. one kind of defending. I just thought, okay, well, mm. I can understand it being rushed as well because you're thinking, okay, well, I need to hold on to this, but mm. you need to have level heads when you're thinking, okay, we're four, we're four free up sort of thing. Let's just kind of hold it together. And it just wasn't there. So were there any positives for you to take from this match today? Because I feel like Man City conceding four is pretty much unheard of. You mm-hmm. don't really see that often. Oh, yeah. Um, we left with a point. Left with something. <laughs> we left with a point. You, okay, so if there's no positive, do you have anything to like say about Chelsea then? Because if, if you I, guys, you bought, yeah, I, I tell you, you guys I, bought okay, you brought it to us. In all honesty, I think <coughs> when we came into that game, I can't, I can't imagine boys or whatever they were practicing in training during the week not thinking that oh, like Chelsea are going to be a bit, you know, meh at the moment because obviously you guys had a good game against nine men so we don't actually have a good full picture of what does it mean to be a great Chelsea side at this moment in time playing under Poch you guys showed us that today in all honesty it's probably one of the best bits of football you guys have played this season and that's why I keep saying like I see the vision with Pochettino now like I, I really I'm not sure if I see the I don't Poch, know if Poch I see beaten Pep when he was at Espanyol he's yeah. beaten Pep when he's been at Spurs he's been, he's he, know, he knows, he knows it. it's like, not the like, formula yeah, there's he, a formula he knows, there. he knows how to play against a, 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 Poch, a, a Pep team Pepsi. A Pepsi. <laughs> oh, <laughs> a Pepsi. Pepsi. Other brands are available. <laughs> <laughs> I said Pepsi. <laughs> my bad, my bad, how, my did, how did it feel for Palmer to score that penalty again? I, I was no look. Oh, look, you get the new clacks, You know, this is awful because I saw a comp last week and it was like, and it was the clip of uh, Palmer saying Prem soon come when he scored against Swindon two years, what was it, two years ago, I think. I thought, damn man, we let him go. Yeah, Pep, that's a big mistake. Yeah, big that's one of Pep's I don't know, like I said, I don't know who advised yeah, him Bernardo to Silver's leave. Silva's been trying to leave for three years. But, He's still there. Did, did you not hear? Mm-hmm. But when it's like it's either Doku or Palmer. At the end, of, yeah, I mean, he like Palmer made it very clear you that if someone both. else comes in, I'm gonna have to go because mm-hmm. I don't see mm-hmm. myself. So fair enough, and he's doing really well for you, but. Yeah. I, I can't lie, in my head I thought the script, he steps on that penalty and he skies it. <laughs> 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 I 
the script didn't want to work. Following they lost his, the script. his miss, yeah, when he when he was threw in on goal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If he had sky that penalty, I, I would have thought something's going on here. Like, I, I, I <laughs> would have thought, like, be, be bloody for real. He would have been that meme going back into the dressing room like this. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> legit, legit, legit. I'm happy that he scored. And to be fair, he did have a decent game. Obviously, man of the match for Chelsea was probably Raheem Sterling. Mm-hmm. Even though Cole Palmer got the man of the match. Which did I he? Think, yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah. I thought I was brave. <laughs> yeah. That's even worse. They don't talk about head twice. Recency bias, man, because of the penalty. Raheem made Walker look ordinary as well. Because we're talking about the defenders. Kyle Walker Walker was struggling. He was was struggling. The only time Kyle Walker found joy was when he was up against Jackson. Did you see how Jackson tried to pass him? Yes! Move the ball past him. I tried to run past him. I said, you're going to try to do foot race with Kyle Walker. This is a man that is born that that's the thing. That's what you can tell. The, 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 the intelligence is lacking. Because no, look at the player you're going one v one with. I think what um what I liked about um Pep and Poch is I've never seen someone go toe to toe. To toe exactly. Yeah. Literally like right, okay. Like, like, do you know how crazy that is? Chelsea, this Chelsea team that was losing to Brentford. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Tuchel went toe to toe with Pep several times. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And, and Poch also like you, you, you haven't watched enough Poch games. He's he's done that before against mm, Pep teams. Like, I'm, I'm just like yeah. It's, it's not with this Chelsea team normal to have his number. With this Klopp's Chelsea team, it's different. Times. But he's mm. he's he's done it with worse teams with the, where the gap between Pep's Barcelona when he was at Espanyol mm-hmm. and Pep City when he was with when he was with us. He's like I don't think he. Um, he will always he will take the game like that's like, when he will he will always try to do that. So I don't think it was a unique thing. Mm. No, it's not for me. Yeah, it's not even that. It's more so because of how we played against Brentford, and yeah. then you come and go go head to head with City. Like that's is that the same squad that's losing all of these lower games? They're starting games? to understand the system. But isn't it also the fact that Chelsea don't know how to break down low blocks as it stacks? Yeah. <sighs> that's so also we an issue. That. Champions of England, oh, soon okay, come. <laughs> soon come. I'm not giving a what, year. The, the timeline that you gave mm. in the group chat and before we started I recording. I said Champions of England. Yeah. What day? Soon yeah. come. Yeah. O- only in, not only England because Europe, you still have to fight for top four. Where are you guys? So you still guys like three points off of Everton, or is that has that changed? I'm just asking. Hey, shout out Marvel if you're listening. <laughs> Do you know what I'll give Chelsea? <laughs> they learn from that. <laughs> I'm gonna give it. She can laugh it up, but like, hey, we won our trophy now. Champions of Europe. (laughs) Can you imagine this one-time champion Europe hyping up? We got six and two times. We got us now. I left you with something. Anyway, Ella, I was gonna say. Do you know what I'll give Chelsea? They learned from that Arsenal game, where after they had that period of like dominance and they were leading and something, and then Declan Rice scored and they kind of lost it a bit. Chelsea today always stayed in the game mm-hmm. and that's something that's a real positive for them. So they're learning, they're yeah. learning like when City got that that silly penalty, straight away, 1-1, 2-1. I know they conceded after, but they always stayed in the game mm. and that's what's important. To be Sanchez honest. decided to do his job today yeah. as well. Yeah. He was actually, he was actually a proper commander in the box for good. once. Yeah. Yeah. He decided to do his job today. He was, okay. Okay. We'll take uh, the the Holland the Holland shot 
was a good save. Mm-hmm. It was a great save. Very. It was a good save. But he also did a madness where Haaland almost scored because he could. Anyway, <laughs> but I'm going to say he had a good game. He conceded as okay. many goals as the best goalkeeper in the league. Not my not my thoughts, but I'm just saying. Who's the, who, who's who's the, supposed who's the best goalkeeper in the league? Allison is. Sorry, Allison. That's undisputed. Allison, been undisputed for how many years? I'm just saying it's opinions here. Yeah. I think it's Allison. I'm just saying opinions. I've seen Edison be mm. called the best goalkeeper because of his distribution. Mm-hmm. Distribution. Oh, yeah, distribution shot makes shot you saving. Your primary job well, is to not, save the shots. Your primary job is to save the goals. Then you can do distribution. Up until our number two started making him like shaking his boots, and that was like mid Champions League campaign. That man became a really good shot stopper. Before that, nah. I used to I used to shit my pants. <laughs> like, I, I'm, I'm just saying what the streets saying. My bad. I thought that was common knowledge that people thought Edison was the best in the league. Oops. My bad. But let's talk a little bit about Jeremy Doku and how he's taken Jack Grealish's spot in that starting eleven, especially today. Doku, talk to me about I've, him. I've already said my piece. Every other week, I've said Jack Grealish, your time man. TikTok. <laughs> At the same time. There's obviously something that Grealish gives the side, defensively speaking, on the wing. And then you think, okay, well, what Doku provides is what a traditional winger, whatever every other team would that. want on, on the wing. I, I don't, he challenges. I, primary dribbles. job, innit? There's secondary and tertiary <laughs> and whatever the fourth one is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like, where, whereas Grealish will do the tracking back and he'll, he'll, he'll be the extra defender if he has to be and then he'll run in the middle... And whenever he does run in the middle, it's it's something different. It's something I, I do want to see more of. But he plays under whatever Pep tells him to do. And mm-hmm. unfortunately, I think that's kind of dulled his shine, the, the shine that we saw when he was playing at Aston Villa. So then why is they Doku... Should have, I actually think they should have swept them but, around. Because Doku got no change yeah. out of Reese mm. James. And if Doku had... If he started Greenish and then put Doku on to say against Malogusto, yeah. he would have been far more agree because mm-hmm. uh, when we played at the bridge last season, that super, what I considered a super sub when Greenish came on and then provided that chance and the goal that happened, it was a proper, an instant reaction. You could see the difference that he made playing on that wing at the start and I think we should have started that way and then given Doku the freedom to then start, you know, running at the wing. But do you, do you reckon that Doku, obviously we we didn't know that Reese James would come off of Marlo Gusto anyway, but would it not have been the same story if Grealish had started against Reese James? I think, I think Reese James was on it today. Oh, 100%. I didn't actually expect him to play the game that he did because I think I thought he was still kind of having... Still te- suffering a lot. I thought, yeah, he was still having teething issues. Really but he did. Grealish's defensive work would have been better. Exactly, then. that's mm. what I'm saying. So it wouldn't have been too much of an issue between them going toe-to-toe, to be quite honest. But I'm, not, I'm probably asking that bare question that you probably don't know the answer to, but... Why is Grealish's work more defensive and Doku's work more attacking? Because Doku's just naturally that's that's what I've seen his interview where he's just there. Like even in his dreams, he'll be he'll be dreaming about dribbling past the next man. It's mm. all he loves doing. So I think it just makes sense for him to play more offensively and just go out on the attack. Whereas I think um, Grealish's control on the ball on the wing is much better and when he does get challenged on the wing they're in like very very crucial positions where we can actually capitalise off of that and get into the box a lot better 
So I think that's just the way the, the way it goes, and it's been basically it's what's been, been trained into him yeah, now it's been, it's all the time. This is this Lockie is what get that when this he is spent what more Pepe time probably, on the This is probably what Pep is now just telling Grealish to do. So when people get fed up when Grealish gets the ball on the wing and he's like, oh yeah yeah, go go pass your man, and he goes back, he put he passes back and whatever, we're all pissed off in the stands, and rightfully <laughs> so. Uh, because you're there, like, we want something different. What, but what do you make of Pep's comment before the game where he said that he woke up that day and thought, I'm going to start? That Pep, man's Pep, a liar! Pep's He's a liar! Man. He's so sarcastic. He's a liar! <laughs> <laughs> I don't He's believe, lying. I don't yeah. believe. You're knowing your lineup actress. before Sounds the actress. Liar! <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. No, you just yeah. say shit to you say shit, You know we would have prepared. Like, I know that man is bold and he'll make... Like really rash decisions and pull out, put up a lineup that doesn't make sense half the time. But I can't, I can't properly, in my heart of hearts, think he woke up that morning and thought, yeah, that's that's what I'm doing. I'm just changing this last minute. No, no they, way. They definitely mm. trained they, they've that. trained something <laughs> completely. This is what they thought was gonna happen, and then you guys brought us a game completely different to probably whatever you thought we was dreaming of. So. Mm. Did you say he, um, so he said he's bored, he's made flat decisions. <laughs> I don't sounds, disagree. Sounds a little bit Sounds like, a bit like Ten Hag. No, I was going to say it sounds a little bit like Anthony Taylor. Oh, oh my God. God. <laughs> oh, man. Echo's getting oh, some Taylor. free times for the Two. Anthony Taylor hates today. Taylor's not trying Too to many eggheads in this, this game, man. Oh, <laughs> Step off him a little bit, sis, okay? Huh? <laughs> After he dropped a stinker? Uh, no, 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 no. I, mean, I, I, think, I think he's had worse howlers than today. And mm-hmm. to be quite honest, I He's think the, whole game was the a VAR howler. decisions are what brings the box office, unfortunately. It's, it's really, really shit to say that because I don't think football games should be this theatrical as it is. But it is what's bringing back Only the Only if you're watching from telly. If you're in the stadium, it's awful. It's awful. I 100% agree. You're yeah. sitting there in the crowd, the, like the stands thinking, what the fuck is going on? What are they thinking? Mm. You know, you're, you're celebrating and then you're not. Oh, but, you're being under, okay. but in general, it's what's bringing back these really weird glimpses of Barclays football that we yeah, used to man. love and whatever. Mm. So, like, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like the game of Man City and Chelsea was proper Barclays. You know, back in the day, when it would be like Liverpool, Chelsea, 4-4, four, four, Man United, Arsenal. You don't, you don't three, get those three, crazy like, score lines. The no Super more. Sunday was the super. super. <laughs> exactly. Super now they put Bournemouth on the telly and you're supposed to sit down and watch. Sorry. <laughs> that is true. No, but it's true. It's true, though. West Ham. Who did they play today? Not in the Forest. It was a good game. West Ham on the Forest. That was a good game. Yeah. They got, the, the, the Sunday was super today. Suchek, last minute goal. I'm just like, mm. why did Alanga take reminded me of just back in the day when i used to mm. love football i'm so happy that chelsea didn't come and sit back because every single team just seems to want to sit back against manchester city mm. and it's mm-hmm. if, if there's a time to go at manchester city it's just now. before internationals it's now yeah. <laughs> it's just before internationals you could never find a worse club than city of the city's form just before international break it is so shit and we which we literally hey i'm ryan reynolds at mint mobile we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does they charge you a lot we charge you a little so naturally when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you that's right we're cutting the price of mint unlimited from 30 dollars a month to just 15 dollars a month Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 
Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Lost to Arsenal just before your international break. This is all happened in the same year. <laughs> it's bad. The Brentford loss. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Remember we're what we said? Cancel the like... international football. Where's me? Thank God for the break. <laughs> <laughs> But that's also bad on your behalf, though, because you're now picking up some sort of steam, and now you've got a break. That, I mean, that happens to us all the time. Yeah. yeah. Same same way you guys always stick before international break. We always cook before yeah. international break. And then we come back, we lose. Crumble and, then and then get into the momentum yeah. again. There's another break. Like we can't take this heartache anymore. It's enough. <laughs> <laughs> like it's actually mm. enough. But cool. Let's park it on Manchester City, Chelsea. Unless anyone else has anything else to say. What's Chelsea's um, next game? Sorry, Brighton. Oh, Newcastle. Oh, who's Newcastle? Is it not Brighton? I think it's Newcastle. Then know. Brighton. Oh, I also wanted to... You know, Deserby hasn't won a league game in yeah. two months. Yeah, it's, it's, been yeah. it's, it's not Newcastle. the same Brighton. Uh, and oh, Newcastle are deep Newcastle in injury. Away. No, but they're but deep in, yeah, in, in they, their, their injury crisis. Yeah, how their injuries how are crazy. Do you see um, Kieran, Tiri, uh, Kieran Trippier like fighting Newcastle fans? Yeah. They were saying to him, you're not giving enough. He's like... How many injuries do you guys ha- like? How many injuries do we have? But for me, if I'm one of his teammates who's coming in, I'm like, oh, so you don't rate me like that? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I was listening to the commentary like in the car, and they were like, oh, this player for Newcastle's coming oh, on. Wow. This is the first time he's played for the yeah. club. Like they're having to bring academy players. They, they've got off injury crises. They've got betting crises. It's t- it's difficult. Oh, it's, t- no, it's tough no. out here. Let me so. read out their their list. Obviously suspended. Oh. Betting Sandro Tonali. Mm. Um, they've got Jacob Murphy with a shoulder injury. His potential return is the 30th of January. Oh. It's because he, he dislocated it and then he played the next yeah. game and then he did ridiculous. it again. Ridiculous. Oh. Absolutely like, ridiculous. Silly. They've got Dan Burnout with a back injury. Not Dan yeah. Burn. Dan yeah. Burn. Yeah. And it's and mad because you know they gave, him, they gave him paracetamol or something in, in the Champions League game and, and then... It's like he slipped a disc or something in the back mashup. Yeah, oh. back mashup. And mm. he's ruled out until... At least thirteenth of January, mm-hmm. Harvey Barnes. He's been out. He's out, and he's coming back at the beginning of January, which isn't so bad. Elliot Anderson, lower back injuries. Ben Botman, knee injury. When's Botman back? Um, December the tenth. Okay, good. That's not bad. Oh, what are you saying after? <laughs> <laughs> um, Bruno Grimarish. Um, he's just suspended. Um, Callum Wilson, thigh injury. He's always injured. He's always injured. He's customary muscle injury. When he's playing, he's mm. good. He's to be fair, um, Callum Wilson and Bruno and Isaac are expected back on yeah, the 25th of November. Until so then, that's that injuries. Be, they've got Manquilo out. They've got Target hey, out. Manquilo, well. the state plays for who? <laughs> Manquilo, he's still there. 
He's mm. still at Newcastle. <laughs> what did you, you think he went? In 2023. They haven't had that many transfer windows. I was thinking like... Did he not play for you guys? He did. Hi! Honestly, years ago. Brendan years, yeah. Oh, Brendan. How long has he been out for? Yeah, I, I feel I like know. even and if he was he only fit, gives he me so playing. much info. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, he was probably not playing even if he yeah. was fit. Did he play last season? Hmm? I don't know actually. Because uh, I don't remember. I don't remember seeing or hearing from him last season. No, I think he's just a player. player. Yeah. Yeah, they're probably just waiting for the contract to expire. Mm. No one wants to buy him. Clearly, <laughs> he's still there. Clearly. <laughs> but uh, lastly, and what's your thoughts on Enzo Ooh. and what he does and what he gives to this team? Because he's still, you know, that Argentinian that I saw mm. in the World Cup. Beforehand. He didn't give didn't anything today. I think I actually. He hasn't been given. He didn't. I don't know if I completely agree with you or your assessment of him. Mm-hmm. I think he was good in the first half, not so good in the second half. He was missing. Oh, overall, since since you guys have bought him, is he given? Oh, I say is he given? Obviously, he's not given the impact that mm. someone would expect of him. But what are you expecting of him? Realistically, since you guys bought him. Would you like, as in, just I don't know, like in, impact towards the team? Is there any other contributions you'd expect from him? When, when, well, what was your first opinions when they fought, first bought him? What did you think was the assessment that the board probably had? <laughs> if you talk to me about the board, you know, you've given me a way in. I thought they overpaid uh. for him. I thought if you need your boss to fly out to Portugal to close the deal. And then you end up paying more money than you intended to do. I think I think him and Casado need to build a partnership. That's what I think. Mm. And I think we need to be able to, we need to give them time to be able to build that. You can see that there is the foundations there, but obviously Enzo hasn't had a great he's had a very up and down season. Mm. And until he is like really bossing the midfield and really imposing himself in games, it's gonna be really difficult to kind of justify his a hundred million pound mm. transfer fee, but I believe that by the end of the season, we could, that partnership is going to be really, really strong. I also feel like um, with the way Enzo plays, I'm not saying it's similar to the way Jorginho plays, but he's the type of person that likes to dictate play. He likes to, he has a vision, and he likes to uh, pursue that vision on the pitch. And it's going to take time for him to get used to the kind of pace of the Premier League. You can't think in the Premier League. Everything mm. has to be second nature to you. And currently, I just feel like sometimes he does take a bit too long on the ball. It does take a bit too long to make his decisions. And when it comes to the interceptions, he's always second to those, which is <laughs> really worrying at this point in time. But like you said, I think he does need to build a partnership with Caicedo. And then we've also got Lavia coming back mm. in whenever he comes back in. Oh, he's in godly glory, but he's back in training. So maybe that could piece it all together when he does come back in as well. We don't know yet, but but I still think there is so much potential with Enzo. Let's think about when he came in January, that five month stint, he was pretty good. And we've seen what he can do. <laughs> when the bar's in hell. The team wasn't good. It's true. Like he looked yeah. very, very good because your team was very, very bad. Fair enough. Mm. Fair enough. But yeah, that's what I think of Enzo Fernandez. Obviously, Brie. I feel like that given side was deep. Really, <laughs> <laughs> I think giving him until the end of the season is a bit of a long period, <laughs> considering he joined in Jan. But I give him grace because 
like Lauren just said, it was playing quite a terrible team. And obviously over the summer there's been so many transitions, so many new players. So it's about building that connection, like you said, Lucas. So listen, maybe I might be impatient and give him a bit more time. Um, but I definitely would like to see him contribute more towards like goals and stuff. So yeah. Yeah. If if Flavia comes back, so you're saying Conor Gallagher should hit the bench? Hey, I'm mm. saying if Flavia comes back, we paid money for a reason, innit? We went toe to toe with Liverpool yeah. for a reason. Lavia has to start when he's fully fit. He has to. I think he needs I don't to think he has to. to. I think he has to be eased in. He has to be eased in. I feel like Connor, for the amount with of money. Band, hit the bench. Huh? But he's not going to. He's yeah. not going to hit mm. the bench. Mm. It's just this is just me. Mm. I feel like for the amount of money that we paid for him, firstly, secondly, the hype for when he was coming in as well, and then the whole toe to toe with Liverpool. Oh God, was Liverpool gonna that get man, that man, I lost. Almost, I lost almost fifty quid. You should have just stayed at Southampton. Crying. <laughs> But like there was just so many different things around Lavia coming in and he's meant to be this person in the midfield that brings everything together and everything's meant to happen because he comes into that midfield. I really just want to see him start straight away and just come back into the team as soon as. Because if he is meant to be our saving grace, what's the point in easing him in? To be fair, I'm sure he's itching to, to start he's as well. Watch, itching, watch, watching this surely. game and thinking, nah, I could, I could do something. There, there's I definitely would. a space for him there. Definitely, and even Kaiseido. There's a conversation to have about Kaiseido, but I'm not gonna have that conversation. Why not? Right now. Why? I think there's time. <laughs> How much was he in? One fifteen. One fifteen. One fifteen. Huh? Yeah. Mm. Which one? Mm. Moses Kaiseido. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like um, uh, the commentator said it best. Man, uh, Chelsea should have won that midfield battle mm. clearly, and I think we didn't quite win that's interesting that midfield battle again i would probably disagree with that but which is fair but do you know who we did win the midfield battle against Tottenham. we <laughs> had no midfield we had no <laughs> 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 James, that was self-destruction it, yeah but it doesn't change the point that we had no midfield, <laughs> had a midfield you can you can point. do yeah and then we could get um, um, and when we had 11 on the pitch you lot were turning off the television. That's actually not true. Because actually... In, and he, I said in the chat, I, I saw I, it. I don't <laughs> you think wanted that, to turn I, off I the TV. I think this is the misconception that when it was 11 versus 11, that we weren't... Play- we played well after we conceded. For the first 15 minutes, we'll get a doggy team. Thank <laughs> you. But then after, but then thank, after that, they, they still had 11 men up at that point. Thank after you. Where, and then, yeah, and then, when and was the Son offside goal? When was that? About the 16th minute. Okay, after that, Chelsea picks it up. Yeah, we lost that. We started, yeah. we started to play the occasion. Yeah. And, yeah, Romero lost his head. So what we say? We go into the top of the match now. Should we give Chelsea a little break and go on to Liverpool? What are you guys feeling? Come on. I what think we, we should go straight to top next Straight season. to the top <laughs> I can feel like... I, I can feel like angry. Steaming. Like, I'm, I'm not angry. Like, it, like, I tell don't. your face that you're not angry. I'm just tired, man. I'm thinking about my team. I'm thinking about the injuries and the suspensions. John, talk to us about your injuries. So, James Madison, Van der Ven. Obviously, Romero's out with the red card, because rightfully so. What's the, what's the trajectory for Tottenham now that these injuries are out? Because I know you've always said, like, you're not in a title race because of these injuries. You've lost two games on the bounce with these injuries, so... Yeah, the trajectory is downwards. I was going to say, what's the like, t- what is supposed to be the trajectory? Yeah, like, we were well, here two weeks ago yeah. saying the wheels are going to fall off if there's injuries. Yeah, now the injuries are the, dead, the wheels are off. The, the wheels are off. <laughs> like, we, we, leave it like, in the garage. I can't hear her say it. <laughs> no, but the thing is, we're now back. Apart from, so the team that started against Wolves. Did apart you say from, you're now back? 
if you let me finish my sentence. The team that started against Wolves, apart from Brennan Johnson and Vicario, we are now back to the team that finished eighth. And that was with 30 league goals from Harry Kane. So that's just the reality of what's happened with the suspensions, with the injury. We are now back. We had Emerson Royal, who's a right back playing left back. We had Ben Davies, who's a full back playing centre half. We had Eric Dyer back playing centre half. And there's a reason until Monday why he had not touched the pitch, not even in the League Cup match. We're just now back to a team that finished eighth for a reason. And it, and they, we just don't have, we don't have the squad. We haven't had the squad. I've said it. Time and time and time again, the squad is paper thin. We made the signings that we made in Van der Ven and Madison to try and elevate us. We started far better than anyone thought we did. And now they're injured. So now we're back to the same team. And I can't sit here after four or five different managers waiting for Eric Dyer and Ben Davies and, and, and some of the players in our squad that I think need to be moved on to suddenly start playing above their ceiling. I've like they hit their ceiling a long, long time ago, and at this point it just is what it is. Like it just, but we have yeah we've got no depth, man. If you look at left wing, Perisic ACL, Richarlison just had surgery, Solomon is injured. We literally have Brennan Johnson's the only one, or oh, Brian Hill who came on yesterday for the first time because he'd been injured since pre season. Like we've either got play like we've got just about enough in terms of to get them on on the pitch half the bench is the academy the senior players are coming back from acl or long-term injuries so we are where we are like i, I can't it is what it is we have to ride this out until we get to january <laughs> until they come back or we buy new players like i don't like i don't know it's not. It's not anger. It's tears. It's just the reality of what's <laughs> happening. Like pain in your voice. Yeah, yeah, like it's painful. Like... No, nah, of course, of course, it's painful because it's kind of like we had an injection of hope and belief. And to be honest, I don't think that's gone. Like I'm not sat here like I saw the blueprint under Ange. Mm. So I'm not going to sit here and say oh, I want my manager gone or whatever. Oh, yeah, it's just the reality of the squad that we have is there for everybody to see because now the fringe players are having to play. Do you know what I find really interesting, right? Um, I think some of the commentators were talking about this early on in the week. They were talking about how Tottenham fans, even though they've lost back-to-back, um, they are still not as angry as they would have been if it was a Mourinho team, for example. So they appreciate how high of a line Ange puts out because you guys are playing good football, you're playing attacking football, you're not afraid to kind of go at it even if you're nine men down. And even if you lose 4-1, nine men down, but you're still playing the high line, you're still attacking, because it's still decent enough football, you won't be as annoyed as you would have been with Antonio Conte and Jose Mourinho. Yeah, like that, when the fourth goal went in, I was at the game, everybody got up on their feet and they clapped and they started singing because it was, and it was a show to say. <laughs> right, if you let me finish, yeah. Like it was, it was to say, okay, cool, we understand that we're still here with the team. That wouldn't have happened last season. People would have been down Park Lane, White Hart Lane. They would have been on their trains. Like, the mood is different. The belief is there in the football that we were trying to play. Can I just highlight, I didn't actually mean to laugh. I, I, I agree with you in that that's a good that's a good way to go. It was Tima that made me laugh. I'm sorry. That's the most Tottenham thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Okay, cool. I don't care. Lauren, I have a question, though, about Ange and his high line. Do you think it was a bit silly, though, with nine men oh, yeah, yeah. playing a high line, I this was like knowing that Chelsea struggle 
to break teams down, you probably could have got a point. We don't have a manager that mm. will ever play for a point. He will play to win. And that's we the reality. Like he's not going to change his principles. He's committed to those principles. And honestly, do I think he should change his whole co coaching philosophy for Ben Davies and Eric Dyer? No. But not even changing your philosophy, just being able to adapt in a match. Like nine men, you just have to. But the thing is, we've, see we've seen teams go down to nine and 10 this season mm. and go and play low block and still lose the game. Yes, okay, we lost the game 4-1, but you, you did it. But this idea that we would have gone down to a low block, the back line that we had, we had Hoiberg in, 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 in the back line. We had Emerson came, in, came on at centre half, then had to go back to fullback. Like it was just, it wasn't as if we were, like we had our first choice back line and then you mm. think, oh, okay, solid. These people have been playing low block under Conte, under Mourinho, under Nuno, and we've been shit. Mm. So I, it, I don't think it would have necessarily been oh if we if we'd gone to low block we 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 wouldn't Chelsea wouldn't have broken us down. Mm. We've lost to Chelsea how many times playing that low block system? But I think that I I think so I don't even think it's about the Chelsea game for me. Mm. I think when you have a manager that tactically stubborn, even if you had all your say you had your full full team whatever, I think you're going to run into trouble mm. because you have to be tactically flexible to be able to be one of the one of the top teams in the in the league you have to be able to adapt to play different ways and so my thing wasn't that it was nine men and you know his philosophy i, I thought the the praise was overboard anyway but I, my i wouldn't say concern because i don't care about tottenham <laughs> but if i was a tottenham fan going forward it would be that you need to be tactical tactically flexible a little bit depending on who, who your opposition is and depending on what type of game you, what type of game you're 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 going into so for example if you're going to be in a cup final and say that you're you're one nil up and you're playing city to be that to be that have that high line i think it's just a bit it's just it, it just wouldn't be something that i think you should be going into just just doing that if that makes mm. sense no no it's like the champions league final when we played tottenham after that goal sat back that was it game done no, response. but An no, but Ange wasn't the manager in that cha in that. No, nah, I'm just I'm just giving an example. Yeah, but, but like it, we played ten games with a starting eleven where we could play that high line. The problem is, is that, like I said, the personnel that we have left to play in defence doesn't matter if you put them in a low block, you put them in a high line, they're going to concede goals. But the thing is, shouldn't you, as like, shouldn't you expect your manager to play to even if your players are not good? play to your players strength so yesterday we were playing against, against wolves. wolves we were playing the high line and and as we start before we start recording i told you, eric dyer and ben davis their natural instinct is to drop deep drop deep drop deep back off back off back off mm. we conceded god knows how many chances mm. and then eventually we were so deep we lost the game in in added time we ran out of legs and we was and we were so deep it was the deepest that our team has been so it wasn't even the fact that andrew told them to go back naturally their instinct told them that we need to drop deep and protect this lead and we still lost yeah but it, it let's assume that that wasn't coached right that for them dropping deep if he had coached a team to drop deeper that's not his philosophy yeah but it's it's also he doesn't have the players for his philosophy well I, I think i can only back lauren on this and i think we did touch on this before in terms of how players play on the pitch 
you can only do so much coaching. What those players choose to do then when that 90 minutes start, that's it. That's that's what that's what so they do. So if they're used their, to playing that way... You can see it. Like, watching the game, you can see on. it. Back off, back off, back no, off. There's right. absolutely no... Ange was berating them during the first half, saying, keep pushing on, keep pushing on. But my point is, you know your players, are, if they're used to backing off, backing off, backing off, and obviously maybe Ange hasn't seen that in the, in the training, maybe he hasn't seen that, right? But if you see your players are used to backing off, backing off, backing off, if you coach something that aligns with that philosophy and kind of like tweak your philosophy just a little bit because you know you don't have the players. And this is the problem that I had with Tuchel because Tuchel at one point, he just did not change his philosophy philosophy to suit his players. And then Chelsea just came crumbling down. I remember when Chelsea played West Brom and we went down to, I think we went down to 10 or nine men and we lost that game 5-2 because Tuchel did not know how to switch his philosophy and kind of sit back when he needed to. Mm. And obviously he learned from that and Chelsea started sitting back a lot more in games where they needed to. So I'm just saying, like, would you but not prefer my, my that? My point still is we just had three managers in a row. We, all we did was sit back and play on the counter and the team still finished eighth with 30 league goals from Harry Kane. So, like, like my point is, yeah. Lose trying. Yeah, at least, at least I now know... Like I lost my connection to the team. I refused to. St- I refused to go. Like to go to go and watch them after the AC Milan uh, last season. Mm. I, I I felt like the players weren't playing for the shirt. I still know now that if when I go and uh, go watch the team play or if I'm watching on t- on TV, the players on the pitch are going to try and win the game. Mm. We may not win the game because when I look at the spine of our team currently with the players available, the spine just isn't good enough. But now I know that they will try to win the game. They will play for the shirt. They will run until they have no energy. That The personnel that we have available is just not enough. But that's that's the reality. But to think, oh, let's just sit, let's just sit and, and pray we don't concede. Mm. We've been doing that for three seasons and we've still been conceding goals. Uh, Brie, let's bring you in here for a sec. Mm-hmm. So with what Lauren's just mentioned about, you know, her team at least playing for the badge and trying to play etc etc mm-hmm. is that kind of a philosophy that you would take at Chelsea that her team's playing for the badge in what sense Just they will try to win the game oh, no matter they will what. push no matter what they will try they will try to win the game but that's including like playing a high line if you have to play a high line if you have to lose 4-1 at least you're still nobody trying. was talking about the high line until Eric Dyer and Ben Davis came back I'm into so the team <laughs> Do no one was talking about. No one was talking <laughs> about the high line. Do you know why that wouldn't that philosophy wouldn't ramp at Chelsea? Go on. Because when if you, let me take you back to when Conte first came to the team, came to, um, as manager, right? I see he came. Where you're going. He came and played. <laughs> <laughs> keep cooking. Keep cooking. He, he came and played the way that Chelsea normally play. I think it's four two three one, and then we got battered. I, I remember we got battered by Arsenal. Liverpool. We got battered by Arsenal. <laughs> Also, half time he was like, enough of this. <laughs> like, he said, enough. enough. <laughs> and then he and then he went to her back three. And yeah. then when he switched to her back three, that's when obviously Chelsea went on to win the title. But that's what I'm talking about. That tactical flexibility is recognizing, okay, you can have it your way. E- enough. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna switch it round so um, to play my philosophy in a, in a way that I, I think is gonna win. So I don't think Chelsea fans would ever accept the accept that just just try to win or try to, to play a certain we way. We are not the same fan base. 
Not so, like, yeah, yeah, I know, yeah, but compare. yeah, like, it's like, but I, I, but I think that's okay. Like, we, we have different expectations of our team. We have different things because our clubs have different identities. So, if do you, in your opinion, and I'm not even trying to take the piss, like, this is a genuine question. But in your opinion, is this kind of philosophy a philosophy that l- makes you win? Because Tottenham wants to win. They want to win trophies. Is this a philosophy that's sustainable for that? In the 10 games that we played with the players that we were able to bring in in the summer to fit that system, we were top of the league. You ain't got that system. You ain't got those yeah, players. Yeah, I know. But, was, but we were so never... do you give up on trying to win trophies because you haven't got that um, those players anymore? We're, but I've said that we're going to need multiple transfer windows. Nobody, not even Pep or Klopp, came in and did anything in their first season. We, okay, and that Sorry. was a much yeah, but that, and that was that was a much better um, Chelsea squad than the team that we were able to put out yesterday. That's Chelsea just the reality. Just I was about to say that, and we weren't in Europe either. We just had the Premier. We were basically. In your and if you took Hazard off the t- out of the team, would you have won the league? But I just think that you. Oh, have <laughs> answer the question. <laughs> no, come on. Hear but would you? Would you have? Would you have won that league? Two weeks ago. I think <laughs> you actually did. Yeah. I think you just got to. I, I, it's not. I think you're. I think the way that I see it, I think Ange has done a good job so far. Yeah. But I do think he still needs to be tactically flexible, and I stand by that. I will take a look at. And he has me shown tact. He has shown tact with his strongest team, like bringing on Hoiberg in the second half. So we actually become a bit more conservative. We keep the ball. We have done that I'll, in games and seen games out. I'll use Man City as an example, right? Pep comes in. He's started. <laughs> so he started playing attacking football. Pep kind of ball, yep. and then he said, "Nah, this ain't working, it's y'all." And then he had to change everything, his whole philosophy. He went and bought the no, players no, no, actually, that he needed. But we had, we had a lot wait, of... Wait, wait. We had injuries on that, and then we had the whole season where we had players playing false nines and false tens that didn't even belong in that position. But when you have enough time, which realistically is what you need, to train a, a player to play out of their typical position, it's a lot easier, which I, I, which I get. But also, we did have to change tactics it wasn't pep football yeah 100 percent of the way that first in, season you brought in season. the correct players to enable pep to play and even then when we did get, get those players after. they still I'm had issues about in this season mm. would mm. you not rather see your manager change things up I'd because he doesn't have the players I'd like a pep good did. adjustment season but, yeah. and like then you guys are not here so you'll change things up in what way to play a deeper line and, no, and to just, be more I conservative. Think, no, I'm what, just, what, what, not, so what changes would you like to see to the Spurs No, it's not what I would like. I, would, I don't want <laughs> you guys to be like this. <laughs> no, 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 would no, you no, like your no, manager no. to be more flexible with his approach yeah, of the current players that he has available? Yeah. Because so, if he's not going to be type, flexible... What type of flexibility would you, what no, Laura, flex, are you asking for? That's what I'm just... So is it realistic of him to still expect the same style of play with the current squad he has no it's not realistic so, so then but what is the alternative to be tactically make it work with what no, he's no, got no, no, change the system fa- to tell me which tactics because no, the, tell the me which is. tactics no, that he should then switch to do you know what we ain't got a UEFA B license this is not my job description the thing is like Tottenham aren't the only team that play a high line there are better teams than Tottenham who play a high line so when you come up against them 
do you still want to play that philosophy knowing that they're a better opposition? Do you get what I mean? Yes. We have to we have to stick to our philosophy and build a squad uh, and buy better players yeah, capable but, of sticking but to the philosophy. Klopp, no, but I can Klopp. understand the bondage though, because once you've seen good, you're happy with attaining that standard just for the time being until you get better players, which is, I can I can understand. That but was always, it's, that it's, was it's, always it's the different. Plan. That was always the plan. Yeah, I know. It, I think, it was and like you said, I think it just comes down to the standards that are are kept at different clubs, and that doesn't mean yeah, that you've true. got a shit standard. I think it just means that different clubs want different things for themselves. So if you want players that play for the badge, that's absolutely fine. That play for what the the, the manager wants, that's absolutely I want fine. To re- I and want considering Conte last season players in that press club. conference was saying these people. Don't look like they want anything. These people, can, I can understand why they don't get top four. They don't have any winning mentality. It's nice to see your club then now play for the shirt, which is different. But people have different milestones at but different times. Up, I think. In, up until the point that we lost our, the key players in the spine, the, the philosophy that we were playing was working. No, but but I, I, I have seen, I keep, I, I keep going, but I have seen... Some of the Spurs players that we have, players that are, that should have been moved on a long time ago that are still here, I have seen them play different styles of football and their ceiling still exists in terms of their ceiling. I have seen us play low block. I have seen us play counter-attacking football under Mourinho. And these players are still conceding goals like there's no tomorrow I at the end of the day. I don't think we're going to get anywhere with this. <laughs> no. So we're just going to move on. And we're going to quickly talk about the Chelsea-Tottenham match. Okay. Um, unless, because I'm a little bit scared of Lauren right now. Because <laughs> 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 I'm, like, I'm like, if we don't want to do, I, I, I can understand. Actually, no, but I don't know what you like. I actually, I don't know. I don't know what you want me to say. Should I hug? <laughs> I don't need a hug. Are you sure? So Liverpool, and I keep, I say this every single week. I don't know what y'all are doing, and then it's just like randomly you see you see the, the um, Premier League table. One point behind Man City I told you, I told you at guys. the top. I told you Madness. guys at the start of the season. This is exactly what I expected. What's, what's going on? I'm, I'm Liverpool seriously contending for this Premier League title? We're not, but because... No, no, no. Let me land, let me land, let me land, let me land. Let me land. The reason why is because I can see visibly there's still holes that we need to improve. Like, it's very clear we need a number six. It's very clear we need another centre-half. But the way City are playing the way Arsenal are dropping points, we seem to still be in it. And as long as we're touching and we can go into Jan and maybe grab a couple of players, <laughs> who knows? Who knows? A couple players? What about the existing players? You know, um, no. McAllister. Yeah, but he's not a six. What's going on? What's going on? Endo. Yeah, but the thing with Endo is I think he's a bit of a stop gap, in my mm. opinion, because he's 30, what, 30 years old. Um, long time, is he? No, no. Obviously, we bid for Caicedo. We didn't get him. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Endo and Fernandez is 30? No, Endo. No, Endo. En- so why the fuck am I... <laughs> Where the hell is my knocking? Endo and Endo. My knocking was somewhere else. Two different players. Endo. Yeah, Endo. standing on Endo. So it's very clear, in my opinion, that we're looking for that long term number six. And we still, and it's so important to the way Liverpool play because you know, think about Prime Fabinho was so key to the way Liverpool play. So actually getting him and just a top centre half who can stay fit because Canate. 
Yeah. Just can't stay fit. If we can get them too, I mm. think the whole team can come together because you can see the potential. You can see it. But it's just not quite a complete puzzle. I'm sorry, this is so left, yeah. But I was watching the episode last week and you put in Kanata in the top centre backs conversation nah, nah. was very but cheeky. Nah. I put Romero too, though. That's true. I don't know what happened. Romero probably had a bigger shout than Kanata. No, no, no. Kanata last season wasn't great, but mm. we can't forget his World Cup performances. Champions League performances. I think he has a lot of potential. It's just injuries that are killing him. But yeah, I think we're doing all right today. Um, wasn't our best performance. Just three 0 to Brentford. That Chelsea struggled to be at home. But we scored the goals. Brentford had their chances. But I have to say, Van Dijk is really back to his best. I like Ooh. that. Ball. Big shout, big shout, big nah, shout. he yeah. really is. Like since he's got that captain's armband. Like fair play, he's really stepped it up. Really stepped Sexy it up. Boy. <laughs> oh, Van Dyke is a man. That is a man. He's the type of man that I'll make bread from scratch for. Yeah. I thought you was about to say something else. I was thinking we just cut that down. Guys, I realise I'm on camera. I can't tell you what's really on my mind. The things that we do to that man. <laughs> <laughs> My bad, sorry. <laughs> but yeah, not the best performance, but we got the points, and yeah, just pray for City away. Because yeah. the thing is, like, at the start of the season, uh, like, I had you guys as underdogs for the title because mm. I just thought that your midfield rebuild was better than a lot of people gave credit for. And I think you still got the nucleus of a good team. Obviously, you said. Are you laughing at their midfield? I'm always going to laugh, come on. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I actually have no shame. Um, but um, I think keeping hold of uh, Salah in January is going to um, be... That's not a problem, is it? If, I don't, if yeah, I'm, I'm hearing, that, that, he, I'm hearing that he wants to go. Nah, if the Saudis come with 250... No. Those men came knocking on door last oh, minute no. with like however much... 350. Okay, I, think, okay. I think if he wants to leave, he'll leave at the end no, of the season. 350 you're End of the to. season, maybe. January, no chance. No chance he goes anywhere. Mm-mm. I'm hearing they're going to come back though. They can come back. He's going to be the face of the league. They can come back. They'll come back. And they'll give him whatever the hell he wants. He's staying. And you know what's crazy, yeah? Mm. Once Mo puts up his Christmas tree and you lot start pelting him, Mm. (laughs) he's going to start looking and he's going to hand in his resignation. This Christmas tree business. Let's just see. I'm just saying, Christmas is coming. Let's just see. Let's just Holidays are coming. I hate that advert, man. But, okay. You guys are in the Europa League as well. I say to say that you guys are out of your group. But they lost? No, we lost. You lost. We probably need one more win, but... The way that it's looking, how is it looking for you guys? Nunes' goals in this campaign alone... That guy's a character and a half. Oh, he is. <laughs> he's actually he a character. Is. He's just I so actually can't hate him. I can't. He's so funny. It's just he does the hardest things brilliantly and the easiest things. Like, mm. you're just like, I could do that. But, yeah, he's he's just Nunes. What could I say? He's just a bit of a mad one. But I also like the way Nunes looks. But that's a conversation for another <laughs> day. Me? Oh, oh, my goodness. Oh, no, he gets the team. Like, he's it's like a pirate. <laughs> a, a pirate? A pirate. <laughs> <laughs> she says Jack, Jack's pirating. No, I think okay. Pirate. He looks like off air. Um, cool. So <laughs> Liverpool have firepower. I think that's like, I think that's Rose the difference. Salah. Like, 
Mm. But not. But the thing is, like Jota will always pop up with goals. Mm. Nunez, because then, Liverpool create loads of chances, he still goal. pops up with goals, even if he misses them. So Bozlai as well. Yeah. I'm still watching that man because I thought this is a questionable signing, but that man is good on both of his feet. Yeah, he is. Yeah. I'm really glad that Luis Diaz is dad's back. Yeah. That was some good news. I put him in my team because of last week, but hey. Yeah, and I guess what I took out? Jota. Oh, I, oh, I had a cool. stinker. Oh, um, and I was going to take out Son for Salah, but I chose not to. Uh, I, I had a stinker oh. on FPL this week. But anyway, we're not going to talk about FPL. <laughs> Regardless of my stinker, Cole Palmer scored, Haaland scored, Alvarez got the assist. I have them all in my team, so that was enough for me. Cool. So Liverpool play Manchester City when we come back from the international break. <laughs> <laughs> Joyce, why are like you laughing? Long. It's not even it's, it's laugh or fear. It's uh, I don't know. I'm not yeah. I don't know what I'm expecting from that fixture. I can't lie to no. you. With the legs I say with the legs that we're missing, it's just stones, Is uh, Swifty Stones gonna be back? It's for stones the... back yeah. I fucking know man. Did he um did he didn't get called up, did he? Mm. I don't think he did, yeah, because of because the injury was literally like dead recent. Um mm. So no call up. So hopefully, but we don't know how bad it is at the moment either. Mm-hmm. So I haven't got a clue. So if your stones is back, maybe a bit of hope. But still, I don't know what kind of game you guys are gonna bring to the Etihad. I think I think I think, it, I think it'll st- I think it'll still be City absolutely fine. Yeah. I think I think it will still be absolutely fine. Anyways, but I'm, I'm just interested to isn't, see isn't what kind of game what, gets put up by Klopp. Or is Arsenal top? Who's no, top? We're first. Second. We're first. It is first. first and second. Five. Is yeah. it a point now? Something yeah, like that. Point. Yeah, point. one point. And, yeah. and Ella still and, and Liverpool still massive underdogs. Like, no, I tell you why. One because of this stupid twelve thirty kickoff are always rubbish. And City away. Yeah, yeah, man. Really? Are you international break? They want to get it television, um, obviously. Why? Well, they couldn't give it the Sunday slot. That's what I'm saying. And half our players are what in South America. It's lot. Why couldn't they give it the Sunday slot? Or did Newcastle take that one again? I don't know. Something about the Man United game or something. Wait, Newcastle? Oh yeah, stuff like that. So if I think is Man United playing at home? Yeah, but now you can understand. How are you telling me they're not televising Newcastle Chelsea? Ella, I'm sorry. Like normally, actually no. Not normally, I'm not normally back in Liverpool, but I'm gonna need you to have to hold this because <laughs> because I can't have Arsenal winning the league. So. They won't. Yeah, that's true. They, they won't. Even if I don't, it's, I don't think they will. Brentford Arsenal. Why? You guys are. Why are Tottenham I know it's, it's a bit sloppy, but like I think we're sort of on par in terms of performance as as we were last mm. season. So I'm not expecting anything crazy right now. And obviously, we all know this weird run, win of runs and whatever comes in after Christmas sort of thing so that's the thing you, the, you, I know you, you just have to be far, there or thereabouts <laughs> but the thing is you're still in a great position right now exactly we're sitting yeah. top at the moment it's that's fine. why it's yeah. like I feel like a lot like a lot of people are like oh maybe City won't win the league you don't even have to chase down the 8 or 10 points that you were doing last season mm-hmm. you're still there, still there. just yeah. there waiting oh, so I, I wish see I as time wish. comes how I wish I was either one of you two. How I wish <laughs> I'm here lingering in the bottom half of the table. Of the second half of the table. Hey. Hey. Wait, that, that point still didn't... Nope. Wow. Oh. No, because nope. they're, they're like, what, two points off? Like, uh, between, they're like two down. points oh, difference shout between Everton and worked out. God, you guys are working. Oh, wow. Okay. Anyway, no, we'll talk though. Shout out, Philippa, because West Ham have put mm. up a... They put up a great game today. That had me going. Normally, uh, the 2 p.m. kickoffs on Sunday, mm. I'm just using it to make food. <laughs> I'm not doing nothing. <laughs> that's, wow. nap, that's pure nap time. You know what I mean? Like, I was, I was proper tuned in. So, when we come back from the international break, Manchester City, Liverpool, 
And then we've got Chelsea, Newcastle, which isn't televised. Um, Brentford, Arsenal, which is televised. Spurs, Aston Villa. That's so strange. What? The, the the television of yeah that mm. and not Newcastle's game but Brentford Arsenal is always something that it, it always yeah. slaps Brentford it does slap. always yeah yeah Brentford sense. turn up mm. um Spurs Aston Villa which I think Ooh. is probably going to be the best match of the weekend yeah. Yeah. I'm going to be in New York so thank mm-hmm. Christ don't have to watch that it is oh, well shit, it's peace be peace be Peace be upon that team. <laughs> <laughs> when Ollie Watkins runs past, does a blindside run against Eric Dyer. God. Peace be upon him. Is in is thing not back? Who? Three games, Tima. Oh. Three oh. games. Sorrows and prayers. Sorrows and As in, <laughs> and, <laughs> and the third game is City at the Etihad. Oh. Mm-hmm. If you guys don't see me here. It's because I removed my name from the room. Imagine if I got one day, Laura's name is just not there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She's left the chat. I'm going to hide the cell <laughs> because this is going to be painful, man. It, it is probably going to be very be painful. painful. And the full 30 match on the Sunday is Everton Man United, which. That's interesting because Marvel's team currently. Yeah, it's yeah. They've started picking up form, man. Let, and let, let's see if they can keep that form. Yeah, but exactly. There's no guaranteed wins for United because didn't. Exactly. Um, what's it? Ho- Hoyland went off injured as yeah. well. Oh. So, is, it with, yeah. is that with his back again? No, the oh, hamstring. Tima, leave the hamstring. You said the back again. Yeah, because he, he didn't start for a bit. Didn't he? When did they first signed him, he had back issues. You know what, yeah, that reminds me actually, the last game, I don't know which game that was, where United were playing, was it? No, it wasn't Copenhagen, it was actually whatever league game it was. But he was getting out-muscled, Fulham. It was getting out-muscled on the wing at one point. And then he got absolutely toppled over and he was holding his back. I thought, poor kid, man. No one was helping him. (laughs) (laughs) That man had to carry that team on his own. No one was helping him. But we've actually gone over time. This has probably been the most Chelsea-dominated pod we've done in a while. Yeah, quite literally. But it was a great... (laughs) It was a great couple of matches from Chelsea. Hopefully they can keep the momentum going after the international break. We will be back next week. Next week, we actually may be joined by a couple of people from past the Meerkats, which is kind of exciting because I really like that podcast. But make sure you stay tuned. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you have your alerts on for our next episode, which will be out next week. But till then, see you later. Don't be surprised if I ask what a bag is. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.